hey y'all so first i want to start off by sending you guys love and light okay every time that you <clears throat> damn did you hear my voice the fuck <laughs> every time that you tune in to my podcast every time that you listen i am always sending you love and light and when my voice hits your ears okay i want you to feel it i hope that you feel it Every time you listen, every time you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth, okay? (laughs) So I just want to be a constant reminder to you guys that you are loved, you are light, you are God in motion, okay? Every time you look in the mirror, you talk, you move, you breathe, you, you just exist, you are God in motion. So yeah, yeah, I think that's that's my little intro or however you call it for today so let's get into today's discussion so today's discussion is how my relationship with my father cycled into my relationship with men and i say men for a reason because i've always approached my relationship with men different than my relationships with women but we will get into that a little later um today's discussion was honestly prompted by a previous recording that i had did what was which was also along the lines of relationships and you know shit like that but due to divine timing okay that did not come into fruition the way i wanted it to however when i did some reflecting i realized that I I think I just needed to approach it from a different angle, which again prompts today's discussion. So let us get into it. So I was raised in a single parent household and unfortunately in the melanated community, this is extremely common for us, okay? It's uncommon to see someone raised with their mother and father nowadays, which is really, really ridiculous, but... Anyway, single parent households have become a a form of normalcy in our community. So when you grow up in these type of environments, you really do not think twice about it. You don't think about how this affects you, how how it affects the familial structures, how it affects the relationships and the way you interact with people outside of you. But... I've come to learn that childhood has so much of an effect of how we maneuver in our adulthood if we leave certain things unaddressed, unchecked, etc, etc. But that's a different topic for another day. So (laughs) let us get back to the story. So for the longest time, I could recall me wanting a relationship with my father. And I mean, I wanted this relationship bad as hell hell y'all like (laughs) growing up and looking at different peers different movies learning things in school I just had this idea put into my head of this nuclear family structure the mother the father the children and I couldn't help but to realize that this was not reality for me that I had this whole parent someone who was a, a part of creating me who I knew nothing about Him and my mother split up before I had even turned one. So I had no core memories of him. I couldn't recall what he looked like at the time, what he sounded like, any interactions that we had, nothing. And of course, through different conversations with certain family members, 
what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, of course, through certain situations with different family members, they, they did tell me about specific interactions that we had in my younger days. But y'all, I didn't remember none of that shit. Like, none of it. So for me, it's like, this a mystery man. Like, this is this is Wizard Kelly to my ass. So, <laughs> so um... <clears throat> Again, I had none of these core memories of him and I really, really wanted a father figure in my life. I really wanted a male presence. I really wanted a relationship with my father, especially when I was growing up, especially in my younger days. And I'm not too sure when I started to internalize things this way and when I started to feel this way exactly, but after a while, I started to feel as though I was the problem. I started to feel that I was the issue and there had to be something going on with me that made this man not want to be a father, not want to have a relationship with me and not want to get to know and interact with his daughter. And I started to feel as though he was rejecting me. Like I really felt as though there was something going on with me that just made him reject me. <clears throat> And later on down the line, I realized that this is where my fear of rejection originated from. And I do want to note, y'all, that now that I am older, I realized that the relationship that I had with my father had nothing to do with me. As crazy as it sounds, it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with who he was at the time, what he was going through, the experiences that he had his traumas, etc. It may have even had something to do with the relationship that he had with my mother. But again, now that I'm able to process things and look at things from a, a 360 perspective, I see that this ain't had shit to do with me. <laughs> Literally nothing. But again, at the time, the only way that I was able to internalize it was feeling as though I was the issue and was feeling as though he was rejecting me. And even though I felt this sense of rejection from him, I still had um, the desire to meet him. I still had the desire to have him in my life. And I remember at, at some point, this had to be maybe like the spring, early summer months. Um, I was talking to my grandmother. I call her my Jetta. I was talking to my Jetta and I told her, you know, I want to meet my father. So... She ends up setting up the arrangement, you know, she takes me to go meet him and I'm not too sure what exactly, what the fuck we were talking about y'all, like I'm not too sure how the whole conversation played out, but I do remember specifically this one part of the conversation and we were talking about the fact that my birthday was coming up. <clears throat> I told him when my birthday was because I was pretty sure that he did not fucking know, so... <laughs> I told him when my birthday was and I asked him to give me a card for my birthday. I didn't want anything of high material value. I didn't want anything extra fancy, extra extravagant, y'all. I really just wanted a card to show me that he cared and he remembered. It was really just a big sign of you give a fuck, like, you know, so... <clears throat> I tell him that, hey, my birthday is coming up. Can you give me this card? He's like, yeah, I'm going to give you the card, blah, 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 blah. Promises to give me the card, everything. Long story short, y'all, I did not ever receive that card. And that shit devastated me. Like, not going to lie, that shit 
hurt me. Like, (laughs) that shit really hurt me. It was feeling as though he was rejecting me all over again. It was feeling as though it was just confirming all of these fears that I had had and confirming to me, like, this man really don't give a fuck about me. Like, he does not care. And... It was feeling that on top of the way I felt when we did finally interact. Again, this is the first time that we are interacting to my recollection. And I already have these assumptions in my mind of what this father-daughter relationship thing is supposed to look like, supposed to feel like, again, from media, movies, TV shows, peers, etc., I have this assumption in my mind of, you know, what's this supposed to feel like? I feel this parental relationship with my mother I'm thinking that I'm supposed to feel the same if anything more of that with my father because the father and the daughter are supposed to have this connection right this is where I'm getting all these assumptions from so when we did finally meet up and we had this conversation y'all he felt like a stranger like an absolute stranger just a random man off the street okay sorry to that man but (laughs) A random ass man off the street and it really mind fucked me y'all because again for so long I had been waiting to meet him I had been waiting to have these conversations I had been waiting to feel this feeling with him to feel this type of love to have this type of interaction with him so for us to finally meet up and for him to feel like a stranger like a complete stranger to me had me sitting there like wait a minute who are you like (laughs) y'all know that meme because that meme is fucking hilarious okay but anyway it really had me sitting there like wow I don't know who this is like this is not a father to me for real for real this is really a stranger so when the time did come down to it and I didn't receive the card all of these feelings put together made me feel as though okay you know what You already feel like a man off the street. And on top of that, you're triggering these fears or not these fears. You're triggering this rejection in me. You're triggering certain. um, Damn, lost my train of thought, y'all. I'm going to. Anyway, I was just feeling like, you know, you're hurting me. Like we're on this cycle of rejection. We're on this cycle of disappointment. We're just on this. We're just on this cycle, y'all. I was feeling like we were just on this cycle. Okay. And the only thing that I knew what to do at the time was to cut him off. I've already told you guys previously that I was a suppressor at this time. I've already developed different coping mechanisms and this type of pain that I had felt with my father, I was not able to deal with it, to be completely honest. It was too much for me to deal with. It was too much for me to handle. And I had felt as though at the time that it would just be better to act like he did not exist than to continuously try to build this relationship that was not going to happen. I had already put it in my mind that this relationship was not going to happen. So it would be better for me to just cut him off, for me to not talk to him, for me to just cut him out my life and go about my business. And as I as I got older, I realized that, you know, shit don't work like that. Like <laughs> you can suppress things all you want to. You can try to ignore things all you want to, but that still doesn't change the void that you have. That still doesn't change the impact that you, that it 
what the fuck why am i getting all tongue-tied <laughs> it still doesn't change the impact that it has on you that still doesn't change the feelings that you still have buried deep down because i did feel his absence i felt his absence deeply y'all like i felt his absence whether i wanted to or not and <clears throat> There were just certain situations that even though I didn't think about this all the time, even though I didn't think about him every day, when I did think about him though, that shit would hit me hard. Like it would hit me hard as fuck. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this radio station called The Quiet Storm. If you have, okay, shout out to you because The Quiet Storm was that shit back in the day. But (laughs) The Quiet Storm is basically just a radio station that used to play a lot of old school music, blues, jazz, you know, all the older tunes. And they would always play this song by Luther Vandross called Dance With My Father Again. And y'all, I don't know what it was about that song, okay? I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) Loser done mixed up in that shit. But that song would always trigger the fuck out of me. Like, I would hear that song and get to balling. Like, on cue, on cue, I'm getting the balling. Because it would just always trigger these emotions that I had deep within me about my father trigger the reality of my relationship with my father make me sit in there question like why the fuck do this nigga not want to dance with me again like (laughs) it really had me feeling like all types of fucked up y'all know so every single time I would hear that song or just have certain things that would trigger this this these emotions within me it let me know that these feelings didn't go anywhere I'm still feeling the way I'm feeling but I don't know how to deal with them at the time. So I'm choosing to move on, quote unquote, and ignore them. <clears throat> and that leads me to later on down the line when I start to develop certain relationships uh, outside of me. Right. So let me tell you all a little bit about me and romance in my younger years. OK, <laughs> So I've already told you guys that I didn't watch my mother and my father have any sort of romantic relationship or romantic interactions. Not only that, but I really didn't see any form of what I would consider to be healthy romantic relationships within my immediate family. So really, I had no real examples of what a romantic relationship was supposed to consist of, what it looked like, what it felt like, none of these things. I had no sense of father figures in my life, a fatherly presence, male figures, none of these things. I had some uncles, okay, but to be honest, I've never went to my uncles about any type of advice, nothing like that. So, mm, am I going to count that? No. (laughs) No, I'm not. So, again, I have none of these. I just don't see romantic relationships in my everyday life. So, what am I turning to? The media. Yet again, movies, TV shows. Later Later on down the line, it turns into social media. I'm turning to them to give me some sort of uh, example into what the fuck romance looks like. And I specifically remember y'all that ever since I was younger, I would crush hard as fuck. Okay, like I would be in likeness. I would be in like hard as fuck. Like (laughs) I blame the anime. I blame romance anime. If you guys have ever watched romance anime, then you just know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Just to not go down that rabbit hole. I ain't even going to get into it, but 
for whatever reason, <laughs> for various reasons, I would just be someone where if I liked you, I really, really liked you. I didn't like you for no week, nothing like that. I'm talking, I'm liking you for extensive periods of times. I'm investing my emotions into you. I got this whole fantasy of who we are and how our life is going to be all wrapped up in my little old head, okay? <laughs> On some delusional, <laughs> On some delusional shit. But anyway... So I remember I was in about the third or fourth grade and I fell into deep likeness for this boy. <clears throat> and it's crazy, y'all, because I had never I hadn't thought about this situation in years until I started to do that previous recording. And I'm like, wait a minute, that shit really did happen. But anyway, <laughs> so I fall into deep likeness for this boy. And at the time, I'm gonna be damned if I tell this boy how I really feel. I'm not finna express these emotions to him. I'm not finna put myself out there like that. I just was too shy for all of that. I did not feel comfortable expressing myself in these sorts of ways. But for whatever reason, y'all, for whatever fucking reason, I had a friend at the time who convinced me to record a confession, y'all. To record, I mean, on a cami cami camera, to record a videotaped confession of my likeness to this boy. <clears throat> I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I was at my friend's house for her birthday party. Um, she got a fucking camera, and for some reason, some one of us decided that hey, let's record this. Like some fucking. <laughs> let me not even get. Let me not even start going in. But anyway. <laughs> So we record the confession. It's definitely giving welcome to my tapes vibes, you know. We record the confession and I'm still mad shy, okay? I'm still too fucking shy, too feeling a ways to show the boy. But I tell my friend, yeah, you can show him. You can show him and I'll sit across the table from y'all and watch his reaction type of shit. So y'all, this boy is looking at this video and... He busts the fuck out laughing, y'all. Like, when I tell y'all, the boy laughed dead in my face. Like, he laughed dead in my motherfucking face. And I felt like shit. Like, <laughs> let me not even do all of that. I was feeling a ways, y'all. Like, that really had, that really hurt my little feelings. Like, that hurt my feelings having him really laugh at me. And long story short, he rejected me. And even though I'm laughing about it now, of course, it was years ago. So, of course, it's funny as fuck to me now. But at the time, y'all, I took that shit dead ass serious. Like, I was so hurt by the fact that this boy rejected me. I was so hurt <laughs> about the fact that he was not reciprocating these feelings in me. And later on down the line, I realized that... I this specific situation had stuck out in my mind so much these <laughs> do y'all hear me what's in the fuck that situation had been buried deep in my memory and my subconscious because it correlated with how I was feeling with my father so with my father I'm feeling as though here's this man where I want a relationship with him I want him to love me I want to feel 
wanted by him i want all of these things right and i want to have this relationship with you and <clears throat> i want to have this relationship with you you do not want to have this relationship with me back what is it why do you not want this relationship with me back right and even though it sounds so minute and so small i realized that it was the no different with this boy who i liked in the third or fourth grade like again here's this boy where i like him i want a relationship with him why does he not want a relationship with me back right <clears throat> but again because i had to act like it didn't really affect me because i had to act like it, it it was no big deal it just is what it is i think that i pretty much just decided to move on <laughs> from that situation and let it be what it be not even thinking twice about it not even again i told you i ain't think about that shit in years so i just chalked it up let it was what it was so let us move on even further down the line to my first real relationship and this relationship occurred when I was around 14 or 15 years old and this was the first time that I had fell in love okay guys me and my first boyfriend had dated for about two to three years I believe we gonna cap that <laughs> two to three years and <clears throat> uh I started to like I said, fall in love and this embarked different emotions, different layers of intimacy, different layers of romantic expression. I started to feel more comfortable expressing my feelings. I just started to feel real vulnerable with my first boyfriend. And again, it ended up just being a whole new set of experiences for me, especially when it came to the romantic division. I learned a lot of different things about how I like to remove how I like to maneuver in relationships from that first relationship I had, which again, extremely thankful. So <clears throat> I'm not going to get into too much detail about that relationship per se. We just going to skip to the end. All right. So <laughs> when me and my ex-boyfriend were on the verge of breaking up, I could really just feel it. I could just tell that the relationship had pretty much run its tracks at this point. I was unhappy. I'm pretty sure he was unhappy. But for whatever reason, I did not want to leave this relationship. I don't know what it was, y'all. <laughs> I really don't know what it was. But I just wasn't finna break up with him for whatever reason. So when he turned around and broke up with me, I'm like... <laughs> Even though I felt like, you know, it was finna be over, that shit still threw your bitch for a loop, okay? Like, it still had me shocked as fuck. And let's just, to sum it up, the relationship hit me hard, y'all. Like, the relationship had hit me so hard. I had definitely fell into a depression. I definitely... I definitely went through a grieving process. I feel like um we as people like to downplay the absence or presence of someone's energy in our lives or hmm, how do i describe this hmm. hmm we just like to downplay the role that people really play in our lives and when you end a relationship or when you end a friendship, this is a grieving process. Nine times out of ten, this is someone who was all intertwined within your everyday life. You were all intertwined within theirs. 
And you cannot just expect to have this really intimate relationship with individuals to go from that to just acting as if these people did not fucking exist. It is a whole grieving process that you have to allow yourself to go through because these people do impact our lives. They do make a difference in who we are as individuals. And I, again, I feel as though we like to downplay that a lot, but hey, if you were my life, I fucking love you. Like, <laughs> I love you. And your absence definitely would make a difference. But again, let's get back to the story. So <laughs> I started to realize, you know, later on down the line that it wasn't really what happened in the breakup that had me, you know, all fucked up in a game. It was the way that I internalized and experienced what happened in that breakup so from the average person looking at it, it's just like hey y'all some teenagers y'all just broke up get the fuck over it you know <laughs> but for me it wasn't just us breaking up this breakup was also triggering my abandonment issues it was triggering certain insecurities that i had had before and developed during their relationship it was triggering my fear of rejection because again if y'all have been able to to put the correlation together here is yet again another person who i want to be in a relationship with who i feel like does not want to be in a relationship with me so i had to realize that wow it wasn't just the fact that we broke up it was the fact that i was triggered as fuck <laughs> about the fact that we broke up it was the fact that us breaking up this person's absent in my this person's absence words i need the words to word okay this person's absence in my life was reminding me of the absence that my father had in my life this person telling me that he no longer wanted to be with me reminded me that i felt like my father <clears throat> did not want to be in my life this person <laughs> this person like i'm feeling is rejecting me reminded me that my father had been rejecting me all of his life or all of my life i should say so again like i said it's not exactly what happened in the breakup it was the way i was experiencing what happened in that breakup and because i refused to deal with the real root of the issue because i had never addressed the underlying cause of the problem which was my relationship with my father which was the way i viewed my interactions with my father and what so have you this type of situation constantly was playing itself out over and over again in different people places and things within my lifetime especially within my younger years i realized as i was doing reflecting that this shit happened a lot like <laughs> I, I know i only gave you guys like two examples but as i really started to think about it again um i told you guys that when i like someone i was in deep likeness for them and i was i didn't like people often this was not something where like i had a different type of crush every week or or anything like that but i did start to realize that it was when I really did like people, when I really did want some type of relationship with them or what so have you, that this would always be the case that this person did not reciprocate these feelings back to me or they didn't reciprocate them in the way that I was putting them out or just something on the spectrum of 
rejection something on the spectrum of the the examples that i had given you guys previously and this type of scenarios had played out before my first relationship and even after so i had to realize the obvious correlations the obvious patterns and i was so surprised that it had taken me so long to really be able to put all of the pieces together because again i'm just going through these situations not thinking twice about them, not making any type of correlations, not realizing how it's all contributing to this underlying factor. And I told you guys in a previous podcast that your soul wants to evolve. Your soul wants to shed these traumas, shed these conditionings, shed these um, situations that may be holding you back or just may be reoccurring themes and issues within your life. And your soul wants you to move forward from these things. So it will constantly have it play out in your life. It will constantly try to bring it forth to your attention so that you can address it and handle it accordingly. So for me, it just came down to a time where I realized that if I really wanted to move forward, if I really wanted to heal myself from this situation, if I just really wanted to evolve past past this cycle that had been created, that I had to address the underlying issue. I had to go deep within myself because this was a part of my shadow work. This was a section of my shadow work that I had experienced when I was just, you know, going through that journey at the time. So I realized that I had to really face this issue that I had, again, suppressed for so many years, tried to hide away for so many years. Um, And it really started with forgiveness. Like at this time, when all of these things, you know, did come forth to my mind, my father had transitioned at the time. And for those of you guys who don't know what I mean by transition, uh, passed away, passed on, died, whatever you want to call it. I personally believe that the soul never dies. Okay, so I call it transitioned. But he had transitioned at this time. So really, this put even more emphasis on me having to do this for myself because I don't have him here to be able to have this conversation with him or sit him down or any other things. So really, I had to go deep within myself and heal myself, like seriously heal myself. And it started off with forgiveness. I had to forgive him for the things that had occurred during my experiences with him. I had to forgive myself because once he did transition on, I felt so much guilt, y'all. Like I felt an extreme amount of guilt for just not trying to have some sort of relationship, not trying harder to build that relationship. And I, at the time, I felt as though I really wasted my opportunity to to get to know my father, to try to build some sort of connection with him. <clears throat> Again, that's just how I felt at the time. But yeah, so I had to forgive myself for situations like that. And when he did pass on, I wasn't able to fully attend his funeral. I didn't know where he was buried or anything like that. So one of the first things that I did was I went to go visit his gravesite, And I did it with my best friend. <clears throat> this had to be about, hmm, maybe like two years ago, maybe like two, three years ago, something along the lines of that. But I went to go visit his gravesite, y'all. And... um 
I had had conversations with him before this. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, okay, yes, your girl talks to the spirits, okay? <laughs> yes, your girl definitely talks to the spirits, but don't send your ancestors my way because I'm only trying to talk to minds, okay? <laughs> but anyway, so I had had certain conversations with him, um, and maybe I'll get into that a little on another. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Do y'all hear me? I'm over here getting all tongue tied, okay? <laughs> I'll talk about that on a different day, possibly, but <clears throat> during, you know, some conversations that I had with him, like, he pretty much told me, like, go visit my grave. So, I went to go visit his grave. I meditated on top of his grave. I really, hmm, trying to figure out how the fuck I was going to word that, but I put my head on his grave and I was able to feel his vessel like I didn't feel a soul when I was at his gravesite. I definitely felt as though it was just a vessel underneath the soil but there became a time because as I'm meditating I'm just telling him like I forgive you like I love you um just all these different things that I had been telling him and there was a time where it was very windy that day where we went to the gravesite and Again, let me, there was a time, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've been telling y'all, there was a time, but there was a time during my meditation where I could feel the air become very, very still and everything in the gravesite, it just started to shift a little bit and change a little bit. And that was definitely a sign that he was there and he was listening to what I had to say. So I just started to pour my heart out to him, y'all, to be real honest. I, for so many years, I was afraid of being vulnerable, expressing my feelings and things like that. And I do feel like uh, the relationship I had with him did contribute to that um, some sort of way. But this day, I was just letting him know how I felt, saying things out loud, saying some things internally only from the heart and just pouring out to him how much I forgave him, how much I loved him, how much I really, really wanted us to repair and rebuild this relationship. And I really feel as though that was a really good start for me. Later on down the line, the more I started to communicate with him and the more that different things started to occur. I told you guys before that I did hypnotherapy and he actually came forth in my hypnotherapy session and he pretty much told me straight up y'all that I could not be a father to you why while I was living on this earth at the time. Again, later on I realized this had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with what he had going on as as an individual in this realm but now that I'm older I'm able to see that it all happened the way it was supposed to and he also made it a note to tell me how loved I truly am to tell me how much he really loves me and how he watches over me every single day and how he is always there if I need him and he sends me signs y'all he sends me signs in various different ways I won't expose them (laughs) to you all because that's between me and him okay but (laughs) he always sends me signs to let me know that he is around me and he is he loves me and y'all hearing those words finally come out of his mouth that day like (laughs) damn y'all a bitch about to get emotional here okay Hearing him finally say these words to me that I had been wanting to hear for so long, y'all, like for so long. 
that shit just it really hit me differently it really it filled me with so much love like when he told me that I could just feel it all in my body how much he really really loves me and <clears throat> damn y'all done got you girl <laughs> damn y'all done got you girl i was able to keep it together this whole fucking recording but at the end you done got you bitch it's okay it's okay i'm i'm starting to really embrace <laughs> my emotions and embrace my tears and you know it's all love it's all a beautiful feeling so hey it is what it is but anyway just feeling how much he really really loved me it just it was able to mend that void for me y'all it was finally able to fill that void that I had had and I was finally able to really move on and heal from that situation um so yeah I think that that pretty much really wraps it all up I don't know what the fuck I want to say after that Something just put this on my heart, spirit, whatever you want to call it, just told me that today's the day to talk about this. Um, So I came to you guys today to let you know. And if anyone is going through something similar, if anyone is recognizing their own patterns that they're facing in their life, know that you have the capability to heal yourself. You are able to break these cycles you are able to mm, you just have the power like you have all the power all the capability all the love okay and if you are not going to do it for anyone else please do it for yourself at the end of the fucking day so yeah i think that this pretty much wraps it all up okay (laughs) oh okay before i do end though so yeah at the end of this i do realize that once i was able to move forward from this situation it did change my perspective on men it did show me how me um me being so guarded me having these own issues me the way that I started to maneuver with men as a result of this hurt, of this trauma, whatever you want to call it, I was able to just see how it all came full circle. And again, I'm thankful for all of these experiences, as sad as it may sound, (laughs) as traumatic as it may sound or anything. I'm extremely grateful that I've went through all of these experiences that I have. I am just filled with so much love to have lived this lifetime that I've lived so far and again just so grateful for everything that has made me who I was am and becoming okay so before I just get to rambling y'all let me end this (laughs) before I get to rambling so yeah another reminder to you guys that you are God in motion and you are a God dreaming and all you have to do is come into remembrance of who the fuck you are all right so I'm out this bitch y'all peace literally